The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Guess what, Mango? What's that, Will? All right, I've got a question for you. Have you ever heard of a courting stick? No, I don't think I have. I'm a little surprised by this because this was popular in New England in the 18th century, and I think that was your <laughs> one of your minors, right? right like right. 18th century New England <laughs> sticks. But, <laughs> no sticks. I actually that's what I meant. All right, so here's how it works. This is something that happens when young couples want to be together, and it actually originated because they weren't allowed to go on dates or hold hands, which is just kind of funny <laughs> to imagine. I always think that's so funny. Like, like you don't want to be seen doing anything as lewd as holding hands in yeah, public in the dirty. 18th century. I mean. I'm actually approved about this, too. Like, I, I don't want to hold hands in public. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so what happened is these eager teens were looking for solutions because of this. And so the next best thing to sneaking out together was having a boy come over to a girl's house. And this is where they would use a courting stick. And so it was basically this six-foot-long tube, and this kept the young lovers six feet apart from one another. And then sitting right there under Dad's watchful eye, you could use it to have a conversation. So basically you take turns putting your mouth or ear up to it and then whisper something, you know, something to the other person. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. It does. But the weirdest thing is that you were often surrounded by your entire family while you were doing this. That would just make me so nervous. And so you're flirting in front of, like, your grandmother and your kid brother and, you know, sometimes neighbors, just like everyone was around. And so every picture I've ever seen of it looks super awkward. But that's just the first of nine unusual courting techniques we're discussing on today's episode. So let's dive in. Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Part-Time Genius. I'm Will Pearson, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Mangesh Hatikader. And sitting behind the soundproof glass, lighting some candles. That's a lot of candles. And uh-huh. there's a, a nice scent coming from the mango. <laughs> Playing a little bit of Barry White. That's our friend and producer, Tristan McNeil. So, Will, I'm super excited we're doing this thing on uh, courtship techniques. It's going to be fun and weird, but I'm even more excited for our guest. Yeah, just so everybody out there knows, when we first came to How Stuff Works and we were told, hey, 
you have the ability to go out and recruit some great new podcasters. The first person we thought about, the first person we reached out to was our guest today, and that's Joe Piazza. She's the author of a book called How to Be Married. And Joe traveled the world around to, what, like 20 different countries, getting just these amazing ideas and hearing from some interesting people on what it's like to be married in different places. And this gave us all this idea for a podcast that we decided to call Committed. And Joe is with us today. So, Joe, how's it going? My gosh, that was so flattering. I feel like you guys are courting me or something. I might like my own candles over here. (laughs) We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But first, we need to talk about Committed because it has launched. And we hope all of our listeners will check it out. It's just called Committed. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that you listen to your podcast. But, Joe, we obviously know a whole lot about the show. But can you tell our listeners, tell us a little bit about Committed. Yeah, so... When I first got married, I had no idea how to be a wife, no idea how to be a partner, no idea how to be married. And like you said, I traveled around the world trying to figure it out. And what I learned was there wasn't great advice per se, but the thing that stuck with me were the stories from different people. I loved hearing the stories about real love, real commitment, real marriage, because marriage doesn't end after I do. And that's the only thing that we ever see in a romantic comedy. The stories on Committed are hilarious and heartbreaking, and sometimes they're both within the same five minutes. Our guests have persevered. Our first episodes were launching with a couple who lost their legs in the Boston Marathon bombing, and now they're trying to rebuild their marriage. We have another couple where the wife suffered a stroke and no longer has short-term memory. Her husband needs to be both his and her memory for the entire couple. And these stories are incredible. And I also get to live vicariously through the couples. So I get to find out what it's like to be married to a rock star, something I've always wanted to know, (laughs) or a porn star, something I didn't (laughs) know that I wanted to know, but I definitely did. And so does everyone else. I get to find out what it's like to be in a polyamorous relationship. I got to find out what a polyamorous relationship really was. So... I'm I'm obsessed with this show. The podcast is so much better than I ever thought it was going to be. And the stories are something really special. Yeah, I mean, they're so beautiful and uplifting and also just so funny. Like, what it's like to be married to a psychic and how you argue when you're in a marriage with a psychic. It's just <laughs> so hilarious. The psychic relationship is fantastic because not only did we find out what it's like to be married to a psychic, but she also did a past life reading for Nick and I, where we found out that we were Vikings together, married Vikings in a past life, but not the raping and pillaging kind of Vikings, the community building. Sure, the thoughtful Vikings. That's the best kind of Viking. (laughs) Hopefully you still have the hats, though. Nick still has the beard. Oh, good. Good. Well, wonderful. Joe, I'm, I'm curious before we uh, jump into the uh, to the nine things, what, what's been your favorite part of this show so far? My favorite part of the show is just how honest people are. I feel like people are hungry to talk about real love, real commitment, real marriage, because we sugarcoat everything these days on social media. I mean, everyone's posting their adorable couple photos, hashtag couple goals, hashtag date night. And it's really all bull, right? People are hungry for something honest. They're hungry to talk about the real nitty gritty, what it's like to wake up next to the same person every day of your life. And sometimes that's amazing. And sometimes it's terrible. And they're eager to tell those stories. And I'm eager to share them with the world. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited for people to listen to it, partially because 
I find the story so inspiring. They really do make me want to be a better partner. And you, you hear these stories of like the couple who survived the marathon bombing or like the um, the couple without memory. The fact that they're constantly working to make really memorable experiences so that she can remember them is just phenomenal. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it's stunning. And, and, and there's so much emotion packed in here. And I, I really can't wait for people to listen. Yeah. Every time I finish one of these episodes, I go into Nick and I'm like, I should be a better wife. I should really, <laughs> we, we have it pretty good. I should really just be better at this. Or I'm we sorry. need to find a better wife to join us. Right? Right. Or, or, let, or let's recruit a better wife. And that yeah. will be our next podcast. It's kind of like The Bachelorette with a twist. We didn't want to tell Joe this, but actually this whole thing was a setup to help Joe, be a better wife. That's, that's really <laughs> what this podcast is all about. But uh, all right. Well, speaking of the emotional, we thought we would jump into these courting rituals. So I started us off with uh, carrying a big stick. So Joe, we're going to turn it to you. Do you have a first fun fact for us in this category? So I like this one, especially coming on the news this week that the Miss America pageant is getting rid of their bathing suit competition. Finally. Um, in Niger, the Wadabi tribe does beauty pageants the way that they should have always been done, with male contestants. Out on the edge of the Sahara Desert, it's the men who dress up and paint their faces and dance to impress female judges. All right, that's a good one to kick us off. Okay, Mango, what's your what's your first fact? So this is a custom from the Mao uh, ethnic group in southwest China, and it happens at the Sisters' Meal Festival in April, which I guess is something like a Valentine's Day. And I'm not sure if you remember doing this, but like when we were in fourth grade, you might pass a crush a note that has, I guess, like a box to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. And, and you say like, do you want to go play putt-putt with me or do you want to go to the school dance or whatever? Um, I did but, that with Tristan the other day. He played <laughs> putt-putt with me. It was fun. <laughs> he marked it yes and yeah. then passed it back. <laughs> but uh, at the Sisters Meal Festival, uh, the women get all dolled up and they cook lots of sticky rice in different colors. And then they wait for these suitors to, I, I guess, serenade them. And I learned about this from Lonely Planet. But after a gentleman caller serenades their crush, the woman will give them like a bundle of sticky rice. And if you unwrap it and you find two chopsticks, it means she likes you. And if you find only one chopstick, it means a polite no. But there are also Hmm. these stronger messages there, too. So if you find a garlic clove or a chili in your rice, it's basically a girl rejecting you in front of all your friends. And Yeah, I mean, it basically means you've got a long night of serenading ahead of you. But if you find a single pine needle in there, it means definitely maybe because she might see you as a (laughs) fixer-upper. A single pine needle? (laughs) Wow, that's pretty good. Wow, that's good. I love these different traditions and ways that people like to express or ask them to, you know, to be a couple. But and, the pine needle feels awful because like, yeah. what if you accidentally eat it, right? Yeah. Like, like it, it would just get stuck in your throat. And then you'll ha- you'll remember definitely maybe for a long time in, in your throat <laughs> and, there. So. And that's the risk that you're willing to take for love. It is. It is. Well, speaking of the work that goes into expressing your love for someone, uh, actually, I want to talk a little bit about spooning, but not the type of spooning that, that we're all familiar with here in the U.S., but this is an old Welsh tradition that dates back to the 17th century. And so Welch boys would make these what were called love spoons. And so they would work for days carving out these little wooden spoons that they would then 
offer to their crushes. And then basically what they were waiting on was to see if they accepted them. And if they accepted these spoons, then that meant that, you know, they were able to to pursue this relationship. And, of course, if they rejected them, then it was just sad because they were rejecting both their craft and <laughs> the opportunity to be a couple. And, of course, you know, it, it's not exactly the same type of tradition now. They don't make them as in, in the same way. But they actually do on special occasions. They will give these um, to, you know, those that they love, uh, you know, on marriage days or other special days. So That's I amazing. So this was kind of a fun tradition. I like this idea of like, I like your cutlery, but one more. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Brings me to another question. Are you guys the big spoon or little spoon? <laughs> Joe, this is all saved for your podcast. You're going to have to. Uh, I think, I th- well, I think no, we, so we live in because... Atlanta. We're on separate sides of the bed. It's so hot. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Apparently, it matters. When I was talking to the Samburu tribe um, in Kenya, the women told me that they were the big spoons Ah. and that the women that were the big spoons ended up having the happier marriages because it let them like exert this kind of control over their husband, but also to to comfort them in their sleep. Yeah, I'm with you, Mango. It's just I I just need my space when I'm sleeping. So it's like (laughs) there's no such thing. I'm not sure what you'd be calling. It looks more like fly on the wall type thing. So all right, here we go. So Joe, what's your uh, what's your next fact. All right. So I never knew that Cambodian parents were this progressive, but apparently in the Krong tribe, when a girl comes of age, like a little bit after puberty, her parents build her this little hut in which she is instructed to start exploring her sexuality. They even call it a love hut. (laughs) And this, I mean, this seems like a much better place to explore your sexuality than in the back row of a movie theater watching Aspen Extreme. Not that that's where I explored my own sexuality. Right, right. That's pretty great. Great movie. Great. (laughs) So parents in the tribe even encourage young women to sleep with multiple partners in order to find Mr. Right. So it's a little bit like Sex in the City, except it all takes place inside the hut because you're not allowed to be seen together outside of the hut until you're officially a couple. Hmm. But the nice part about this is that it's not all about the sex. It's also a place where the kids can get to know each other away from their parents. And I think that's really civilized and rational. It, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. All right, Mango, what do you have next? So I was thinking, like, why just keep this to humans? Because there are all sorts of stupid I knew you were going to come up with an animal fact, In the animal kingdom. But, well, I mean, like, bowerbirds make houses. I, I also love that fiddler crabs fist pump for women just like they're clubbing at the Jersey Shore. Like, that, that's one of my favorite <laughs> things to watch. But uh, nursery spiders are actually my favorite because, you know— just like the women at the Sisters Festival, they like to make little parcels of food that they've caught and then present them in pretty silk packets to their potential mates. And if the lady spider accepts it, he'll mate with her while she's unwrapping and eating the feast. That's less romantic, but <laughs> but I do like this presenting thing. But here's the interesting part. Male nursery spiders are also idiots. And often they'll get hungry and suck the food out from the package before they gift it. And so they're just passing along an exoskeleton wrapped in the silk. Or sometimes they'll try to dupe the women by just wrapping a twig in silk. And they're really dumb, but, like, the females aren't idiots. Like, they'll actually weigh the packages and then reject the dudes immediately. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is uh, that is pretty good. All right, well, I know we all have one more fact to share today. Uh, before we get to that, let's take a quick break. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Today I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. This summer, click into Memorial Day savings at The Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from RYOBI. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the RYOBI 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the RYOBI leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with RYOBI's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Welcome back to Part-Time Genius, where we're sharing our unusual courting techniques or facts about those. So we each have one more. If you don't mind, I'll jump in next. I've got one that I thought was pretty interesting. So we obviously all grown up knowing that whistling at someone, if a man whistles at a, at a woman, we see that as inappropriate or crass or rude, and, and that's not really something that uh, people should be doing. But actually, in the uh, Kickapoo tribe in Mexico, they've been using this special whistling language as a way to communicate with each other. I thought this was actually pretty interesting. They can whistle these sweet nothings to their lovers, and actually not not just that, but they, they have to learn to whistle in almost special ways that are code to each other, and they're huh. communicating. So it's not just to say, like, hey, I'm attracted to you, but then they learn to pass messages back and forth through these certain whistles. So they have to kind of develop their own tone and own little language around it that I thought was just uh, super interesting. So, all right, so that is my last fact of the day. Joe, do you have one more for us? This last fact, um, and I'm hoping that Nick doesn't listen to this uh, podcast because I'm going to try it on him and see what happens. I'm going to sneak attack him with this one. So... (laughs) Out in the Austrian countryside in the 19th century, young eligible women had this very particular way to see if a guy was into them, like really into them, to make sure for sure that the guy liked them. During dances, she would take a slice of apple and wedge it into her armpit. At the end of the night, she'd give it to the guy that she liked, and if he ate it, then they were clearly MFEO. Yeah, yeah. Poor Nick. And, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just going to add it to his apple in the morning. But, and, you know, after after I looked this up, 
I, I bought an apple down down the street of the bodega, and it's really hard to keep an apple wedged in your armpit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm yeah. A, so, I mean, that's showing devo- devotion on both parts. If the guy eats it, but if the girl manages to keep that apple in her armpit all night, you know, she's she's really making an effort. I was going to say, that is... <laughs> I know, while you're doing the all the single ladies dance or whatever. Of work. <laughs> I know, yeah. How am I supposed to do the all the single ladies dance with an apple wedged in my armpit? <laughs> What an interesting tradition. All right, Mango, you're the last one of the day. What do you have? So my final tip for courting someone is to marry a tree. And this doesn't work for everyone. But the Telegraph did a story on this, and I vaguely heard of this custom. It actually is from India. It isn't something that plays into my community. But um, do you guys know that film star Aishwarya Rai? I don't. So she's super stunning. She's, like, known as the most beautiful woman in India. She was Miss Universe. She became a Bollywood star. She was also in Pink Panther 2, which I'm sure you all saw. But apparently she's what's called a manglik. And it's when you've got this astrological curse on you. And apparently it's because of the way the stars line up for your birth. But essentially what it means is that Mars is going to cause havoc in your marriage. And the way out of it is by tricking Mars and getting hitched to a tree. Like, like you do this in a full ceremony with priest and family. And the idea is that once you've pulled one over on old Mars, you're, you know, you're free to court whoever you want, which in this case, she, uh, she married a fellow Bollywood love. So. <laughs> That's pretty good. I want to go ahead and admit that there have been two facts that actually reminded me of Molly Shannon's character, Mary Catherine Gallagher, uh-huh. putting things in your armpits yeah, was yeah, the yeah. first one. <laughs> And then from her oh-so-terrible-but-also-wonderful-movie-superstar when she's whispering these sweet nothings to a tree and somebody comes up and busts her, <laughs> I just felt like I needed to get that off my chest and admit that. So, all right, well, before we go, we've got to declare our winner, Mango. Who do you think deserves to win today's fact? I off? mean, that apple fact was so gross. <laughs> <laughs> she's very surprised. So Definitely. gross and so wonderful. So wonderful, so wonderful at the same time. And speaking of wonderful, I do hope all of our listeners will check out the new podcast, Committed. We have had a blast working with Joe and Ramsey and the entire team here at How Stuff Works on this. There are a couple of episodes now uh, that are available for all listeners, and they'll be coming out uh, once a week from here on. We love working with you, Joe. Congratulations on this launch, and uh, can't wait to see what's next. Thanks, guys. We're going to have a lot of fun. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.